Welcome, everybody, to the Sticks and Stones. We'll break your podcast season two. Brian, we're on season two. We are finally on season two. Do you know why we're on season two? I do know why we're on season two. The reason okay. we're on season two is at the end of season one, you got carted away in the wheelbarrow of sorrow and disappeared for three months. <laughs> and you didn't want to record. Is, and you is didn't that... want to edit. And you felt sad. Is that a is that a jab at my mental illness? It is. Because okay. your mental illness affected season one. And it affected you. No, it didn't affect me. I didn't give a shit. Well, you were at a standstill. Well, I was at a standstill. It was just like, all right, I'm just going to stand still because Mike is in his wheelbarrow shit. Now, would you say you were more concerned or were you more upset or just kind of idle? I was actually kind of ambivalent to it. I'm like, Mike is in some shit mm-hmm. and I'll just call him occasionally to make sure he's not dead yet. Okay. So how does it make you feel that we're actually back on the podcast right I'm now? I'm actually really excited to be back on the podcast with you, buddy. You're excited. I'm really excited. So all those emotions that I threw at you when I was carted away in my, what was it? The wheelbarrow of Wheel, wheelbarrow sorrow. of sorrow. All those emotions are now gone, and you're 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 fresh now. You're, I f- you're... I feel like we're back at safe right again. Invigorated, Mike. would you say? I feel invigorated. I think we had some great time away mm-hmm. to really pursue our mental health goals and do some mighty fine inner work. Okay, and if you listen from last season, you know that word triggers me. Right, and I figured if I trigger you right off the bat here, we'll see how well your your vacation and your wheelbarrow of sorrow went. Right off the bat, huh? Right off right the rip. Right off the rip. Yeah. This is season so, two. I mean, so let's see. We, you, and, you and I have gotten to a point now with season two, because season one, we did a lot of good things in season one. Season two, because of COVID and the way the world was, our mental health really took a huge decline. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't just it wasn't just you, Mike. I mean, both of us suffered heavily when it came to everything we were dealing with, and we both we literally both just went our separate ways. Because not not I mean, we were in touch with each other, but when it came to wanting to do the podcast or anything together, it became more daunting because we were just overwhelmed with with everything and stupid. Yeah, I would say more stupid on your end, but it's kind of. <laughs> Anyway, so through our struggles with our mental health, because they both took a decline, I think we've come out on a more positive side because we've been able to use a lot of the tools that we had at our disposal to Mm -hmm. be able to pull ourselves out of your anxiety mess and, and my depressive mess. COVID and all the crap that's happened, I mean, with me being kind of forced out of work and then forced back into work, it really threw me for a loop. Now, one of the things I had decided before this whole COVID crap happened, is I was going to slowly get myself off of an SNRI, SSRI, acetalopram. Now, I started that and it wasn't working very well for me. Long story short, I was having withdrawal symptoms. My anxiety came back. And then I was like, Brian, I'm not doing the podcast anymore. That's it. I'm done. I couldn't function. One of the things that you and I did prior to the podcast is we were always in conversation or, or the conversation always came up with we wanted to help other people deal with similar issues that we were dealing with specifically mine being the anxiety 
um, aspect of mental illness and yours being the depression side. I think I'm more anxiety or more depression. Uh, that kind of fell through and we sidetracked and went over to this podcast, which we absolutely love doing. We love doing the podcast because it's therapy for us. And I think you and I, after all the crap that I've dealt with the past six months and the crap that you've dealt with in the past six months, we made the decision for season two to be more geared towards helping people with similar issues by relaying our experiences with those issues. Well, that's something you and I have always had an interest in because even way back when, when we were trying to start the nonprofit, helping people get resources to help deal with their mental illness and all that kind of stuff, we we were struggling very heavily through our own, you know, getting out of our own minds and trying to figure out how to stay level. And I think through this experience, it's it's important to us that if we can share our stories as gritty as they may be with our audience, it, it may help someone. And I know yeah. I'm not ashamed of my story. I know you're not ashamed of your story or what we both go through. I mean, you and I talk on a fairly regular basis about the shit we go through. But if if we can give some tools to people out there that we use in our own life to pull ourselves out of the wheelbarrows of sorrow, then then that's I think that needs to kind of be what we do with this podcast. I mean, the, the name says it itself. Sticks and stones will break you. Yeah, life will break you, especially if you're dealing with mental illness. We started up the Facebook um, anxiety group again under the Sticks and Stones Will Break You podcast. So anything we talk about on the show, if something resonates with you, feel free to reach out to us on facebook.com slash sasspod1. And you can find under that group, the Sticks and Stones Will Break You anxiety group. And there's also a Sticks and Stones Will Break You depression group. Having said that, sticks and stones will break you, will still break you. We still will be talking about some very difficult things. We still will be in your face calling out your bullshit as well as ours. Great. But anyway, new to season two, we have segments, Brian. Yeah, we tried the segment thing in season one, and it just failed. One of the reasons we decided on this particular segment, which we call... What the fuck? What the fuck? Fuck. Fuck. One of the things that has helped me with my anxiety is looking into unexplained phenomena. Anything that's just unexplained, that doesn't have a possible explanation that we know of, has always interested me. And I don't know if that's because I'm just bored with life or I need a distraction from life or, or what have you, but that's something that's always helped me. So we decided to make a segment called What the Fuck, because there's nothing else we can name it other than what the fuck. Like, what the fuck is that? Right. What the hell happened? What? I don't get it. Stuff to twist your brain around. Now, Brian, you and I are familiar with this particular segment that we're doing today is the Deltoff Pass incident. Mm -hmm. You know a lot about this story because you did a paper on it, I believe, when in you were younger school. in high school. Mm -hmm. And you also recently saw an episode on Destination Truth. I think it was Destination Truth on yeah. the Destination America channel. So this is going to be interesting because you, you spoke about it a little bit today. I'm going to read what they have here on Reader's Digest, and I want you to correct that information with the newfound information that you know about. Okay. Okay, so on the first night of February 1959, nine ski hikers died mysteriously in the mountains of what is now Russia. The night of the incident, the group had set up camp on a slope Enjoyed dinner, prepared for sleep, but something went catastrophically wrong because the group never returned. 
On February 26, searchers found the hikers' abandoned tent, which had been ripped from the inside. Surrounding the area were footprints left by the group, some wearing socks, some wearing a single shoe, some barefoot, all of which continued to the edge of the nearby wood. They found the bodies, and the bodies were quite a ways away from the tent. Supposedly died of hypothermia upon initial examination, but as medical examiners examined the body further, supposedly they found blunt force trauma consistent with a brutal assault. Another had third degree burns. One had been vomiting blood just prior to death. One was missing a tongue and some of their clothing was found to be radioactive. Mm -hmm. Now, I read the book dealt off past incident and they didn't really get too much into the findings, what the dealt off past book was on how uh, skilled these this particular group was. I mean, they had the knowledge. They've they've went on hikes, they've went on treks, they've climbed mountains, and 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 they were, you know, known to be very, very careful, very prepared. And for what happened to them, I mean, the, the tent was ripped from the inside out. Supposedly, the biggest thing about this that struck me was the radiation burns. Mm-hmm. And after what you told me today, I don't know if I find this incident as mysterious as I initially thought. Well, I think it's still a mysterious instance because I think we're, we're not going to fully understand what happened to these hikers. And there are so many discrepancies in, in all the information that's out there. I mean, I remember when I did this, I think it was what back in 1998, where I, when I did my report, my information was similar to what you just gave our audience. So it was intriguing at the time because no one knew what where the radiation was coming from or what may have happened. There were a lot of ideas that this may have been some sort of weapons-grade testing that was going on that injured these hikers. There were theories when it came to possible aliens involved with this. There was a lot of paranormal hua going around about this. And then there was a lot of, well, maybe just natural circumstances took place here and no one seemed to understand it. Cause they all kind of got like mixed up with, with all the information. So as of late, so the new theories that are coming out about this, because a lot of it was speculative prior is that this may have been an avalanche, which would explain the ripping from the inside of the tents and may explain the internal injuries to the bodies because in an avalanche, if you have a person wearing clothing, they're going to be dealing with very crushing injuries, but you're not so much going to see a lot of lacerations and all that if they're, if they're covered up. Mm-hmm. So that, that could possibly explain it. So they're thinking now it may have been an avalanche. Then you had some survivors or they got, you know, they knew it was coming, got caught and they ran off. Another theory with the hypothermia was they found bodies without clothing on. Well, late stage of hypothermia is, you know, the person feels like they're burning up, so they rip their clothing off. Mm-hmm. So that could, because they're just, you know, out of their mind with with hypothermia. So that could have been another cause. And then what was interesting was they're not even really considering that there was any nuclear kind of test or anything like that, because what they considered before was the ballistic missiles or the missiles that they would have been testing or they thought they would be testing didn't, that these missiles or this this stuff was not built until after the fact, till after 1959. So anything that they may have been testing in that area 
is kind of implausible when it comes to any radioactive stuff from military weapons. So did they say that because in the initial report in the Deltoff incident book, it was the um, KGB actually went to the site, traveled to the site and tested the site. Mm-hmm. Did they mention that on Destination Truth or was that known to be false? No, they they had mentioned that Russian officials had gone out and tested the site. Okay. What Destination Truth found was that, and like I said, I, I listened to, I'm, I'm sure it's just one more story. They went out, tried to investigate, and I'm sure there's hundreds of others that have done the same. But in this particular report, when it came to the radiation on the clothing of some of these, because I think they found they they found um, radiation on two of the, the members' clothing. Okay. And what they found is two of these members actually worked in nuclear facilities. So that was on the clothing that they found in the tent, not mm-hmm. on the bodies. Right. Because they, most of them fled without... Uh, any clothing on i think it said shorts and some with just socks and mm-hmm. which could have which could have been related to the hypothermia yeah i mean initially one of the things that scared me about this is having to rip the tent from the inside out so did they hear the avalanche did they something make them go crazy can hypothermia make you go crazy mm-hmm. and and one of the things there's a phenomenon called infrasound and it's uh in which the wind interacts with the topography to create a barely audible hum that can induce powerful feelings of nausea, panic, dread, chills, nervousness, raised heartbeats, and things of that nature. And that's actually going to segue into our, our our next week's What the Fuck segment is going to be about sickening noises. But uh, I know the village people. <laughs> village people. The village people. <laughs> YMC. The locals who, who deemed it was Deltoff Pass, which I believe means Mountain of the Dead. Or Mm -hmm. don't go there or something like that. It was one of those. They said that the way the wind goes through at that peak where where they were, it sounds like a growl, like a monstrous hum. Mm -hmm. So were they hearing this and then had that uh, intrasound phenomena happen where that made them go crazy and rip, rip out of their tent, flee? Get disoriented. The other yeah. theory was the other theory there there was that there was a terrible storm, mm-hmm. and they could have gotten lost in the storm. Now, if there had been an avalanche, would these bodies not have been buried deep? I don't know much about avalanches. I know in in this case they had mentioned it may have been a mini avalanche, mm-hmm. but just looking at some of the pictures of the destruction of the tent, and then looking at some of some other pictures of other campsites that have been demolished or or things demolished by avalanches i mean they look pretty similar do they Mm -hmm. okay i mean in in my opinion i'm not i'm not an expert on anything so yeah can we chalk this off as after you doing your investigation with destination truth and me kind of holding on to the old i always i'm not necessarily a skeptic i think you're more skeptical than i am in situations i like i tend to want to believe in the paranormal I I personally don't believe this had anything to do with paranormal. Okay, so we're going to chalk that up. Is this can be explained I, I, by yeah, an avalanche think, or infrasound? I think, right. I think it could have been sound. It could have been an avalanche. It could have been disorientation. It could have been medical issues. Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't see this as a huge mystery like I used to. Mm-hmm. I mean, after seeing this and doing a little bit of research for this podcast, I don't, it's not a huge mystery to me. What is interesting, however, is they are opening a investigation up into it again. 
Really? Yeah. Russia is the Russian, I guess, military or government is opening the case again on this to to relook at it. So one would think that if they are reopening this case from 19, what was it, 59? Yep. 1959, there had to have been something or some new evidence that uh, was presented to make them want to reopen this case. So well, there's that's, hope for that, me that there's still a paranormal explanation for this. Right. Well, that's the evidence that they they mentioned that the timeline doesn't add up because they had investigators going out to the site prior to them even knowing that this was an issue. Mm-hmm. So I think it, it's definitely something to, that's interesting. I mean, you have, you know, how many hikers that all of a sudden are wiped off the face of the planet. We find their bodies, you know, several days later for, and it's completely unexplained. Yeah. I've always found this particular story interesting. Uh, I heard about it a, a while back. I believe I was in school when I heard about it as well, but definitely something to look into and, and come up with your own conclusions. And if you find any new evidence that this Russian government is supposedly coming out with that we missed, definitely drop us a line and let us know if you know anything and find something else, find some new evidence. We'd love to hear from you. We'll have links in the show notes. Okay, for every segment. So you'll have the Deltoff Pass incident linked to the Reader's Digest. I'm also going to put a link to the book. And Brian's going to try and find a link to Destination Truth, Uh, which brings us to our main topic today. And our main topic, because election (laughs) is so soon coming up. Imminent. Yeah, it's it's happening. It's happening, Brian. You know how I know it's happening? You know how I know the election is happening? How? I was watching the football game. You were watching what? I was watching the football game. I was watching the Patriots. Oh, okay. And I saw an ad and it said Trump. And then Trump's face, Biden, head to head, September 29th. I'm like, they're doing a football ad for the presidential election. Wow. Like, or or a head to head boxing match. Like, it's Mike Mike Tyson versus Holyfield. Are, Are they doing a debate together or something? Yeah, they're they're a head-to-head debate, I guess. Oh, but good. they did it like a, they did it like a sports, like, like a sports to, boxing yeah. match. Yeah. So here's the thing: is my girlfriend's a trumpeteer. I call them trumpeteers, or, or the other people call them trumpsters, or whatever yeah. it is. But they're the people who like they wear the red and they have like the MAGA hats and they're like, yeah, Trump, yeah, fuck, yeah, Trump, yeah. and they don't even know why they're doing it. Right. But that's my girlfriend. So she saw that and she's like, oh my god, I gotta watch that. Like she's well, all amped the- up. She's like, Trump's gonna kill Biden. And I'm like, it's not a football match. Like, this is not a football match. It's not this, a box. It's a fucking right. debate. Right. This this is the, yeah, the outcome of this is right? the presidency of the United States. This is not yeah, a. Here's, here's the other thing. Her aunt is having family come over while that debate is happening, right? Uh-huh. Check this out. Check this out. Her aunt, one of her aunts is a diehard Trump fan, one of the Trumpeteers. Mm-hmm. And the other one can't stand Trump. Right. She doesn't like Biden, but she can't stand Trump. Mm-hmm. So she was supposed to, the, the aunt was supposed to travel in from wherever the hell she is, somewhere in the U- United States. And her, Karen's aunt is not letting her stay there the day of the debate because she wants to watch the debate without her sister chiming in about the debate. <laughs> this is so dumb. She made her get a hotel room for the day of the debate. 
It's like it's like that video we just watched. You know, there's stupid people over here, and then there's stupid people over there, and then there's stupid people in control. There's stupid people. <laughs> so the rest of us are just you know standing around like there's some stuff going on. That was the best video I've seen all week. It explains everything. Yeah, we gotta like, link, we gotta link that. Yeah, it does. Yeah, we're link it now. When it comes to the politics, that's about where you and I are. We're just like there's there's shit going on. You know. I mean, I don't know too much about politics because I don't, I generally don't follow it. Neither do I. And I, cause I don't care. Mm-hmm. I, I really don't. I don't care who gets in office. I think either way, whoever gets in office, stuff's going to suck mm-hmm. because I'm a pessimist. You know what I mean? I don't think that <sighs> I try to remain optimistic, but I can't. My anxiety and, and health anxiety always goes to pessimism. So I'm pessimist. So I don't care who gets in office. I don't think it matters who gets in office. I don't think your vote matters. I don't think anything matters. Mm-hmm. I really don't. I mean, can you honestly say with these two candidates that we're better off with one or the other? I I don't I don't think we are. You and I have talked about this being pushed into a two party system where we're essentially forced to choose from one side or the other, as opposed Mm -hmm. to having qualified candidates, which we really don't right now, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, that, I mean, you, you look at past presidents, the Reagans, the, you know, all these presidents. And then we have this, (laughs) like, what do you call this? I have no idea, but I have a question for you. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, like I said, I don't get into politics. Now, I'm not a Trump supporter, but I am, however, a Trump defender. Mm-hmm. Why is that? I'm genuinely asking you. I honestly don't know why you defend Trump. I, I am not a Trump supporter, mm-hmm. but I defend him. And the only thing I defend him from are false accusations. Well, I mean, it's noble to defend someone from false accusations. If there are falsities out there, then absolutely defend it with the truth. Well, let me give you a for instance. Why are you not voting for Trump? And they answer with, because he's racist. And I'm like, on what grounds? Mm -hmm. What evidence do you have that Trump's racist? You know what I mean? Maybe it's my inner asshole that just wants to argue with people. I would agree with that. But I also, and I, I and I have defended Biden as well. I've defended Biden with you at one point where um, I was talking about Biden and some of the things he said. Sounds like he overcame a speech impediment, which he did. Mm-hmm. And then you have the firm belief that he has something internally going on, whether it be uh, Alzheimer's or or something that's causing him to fumble over his words, like I do. Hmm. Hmm. But I defend Biden. I defend Trump. I, I guess I'm like more of a realist where I want the truth to be out there. If you're going to hate somebody or dislike somebody, at least do it for the right reasons. But that's what you and I have always discussed is we're living in a world now where people don't do their research. So with the propaganda machine in full swing for the past year about these elections, people have been seeded with information to like or to hate or or whatever. They've been, they, you know, it doesn't matter what side you're on. You're seated with information every day. You are sold a bill of goods every day as to who to believe in, who not to believe in, yeah. why not to believe in this person, why you should believe in this person. Mm-hmm. We've been so dumbed down as Americans over the past 20, 30 plus years that none of us can get out of our own way to, to think for ourselves or go out and do our own research on these candidates. 
And I haven't done my research on on all the everything that Trump's done or Biden's done. I, I I guilty of kind of being out of the loop because I like I said I try to stay away from it because I'm so sick of seeing Trump this, Trump 2020, Biden 2020. You know what I mean? Trump's a racist. Trump Trump lies, people die like blaming Trump for the coronavirus. You know what I mean? It's just it's it's too much. It's too much blame game. It's just too much bullshit mm-hmm. and with me and my anxiety issues, I try to stay away from it. Well, and it doesn't help the depression issues. I mean, you look at what we just went through with COVID and continue going through, you know, mm-hmm. and what it's done to the economy, what it's done to businesses, what it's done to families. And we think about what it did to to us going through a lot of what we went through the, the past seven months. This is not good for people's mental health. No. Where we're at when it comes to the election and if you're you know if you're fervently political it's not good for your mental health no not at all you know you're carrying in my opinion you're caring about something that you don't have control over that's a good point and you're also caring about something that's irrelevant to you because there's a lot of other things that you should be focusing your energy on than somebody getting elected for a presidency of the United States. There's things within you, around you, in your immediate life that could use that attention. Right, and we should have realized that through COVID. I mean, what a perfect time being at home to realize what's important. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, we were all sucked into Netflix and we were sucked into the news and we were sucked into all this shit. And (laughs) and now we can't pull ourselves out of it. I think we're all stupider now. I agree. Because we... It's funny because I just went back to work the 14th. You went back two weeks prior to me, I think. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's honestly like I never missed a beat. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of things, including my anxiety, I mentioned my anxiety a lot, but um, even my just overall mental capacity to be able to function has been better since I got back to work. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because of how stupid I've become to absorbing all this crap. On we, social media. We, and, we literally live in stupid world right now. Yeah. Like there's there's no other explanation. Like we are in an alternate reality stupid world where we can't make sense of anything. Mm-hmm. Alternate reality. That's exactly that, what it is. It's yeah. like you and I just jumped on a, uh, a time machine and went through the multiverse. Right. I, I honestly don't recognize anything. Like <laughs> this, this is as bad. Like I always pictured, like Trump, at like Biff in in um, Back to the Future. Okay. Remember Biff, the character in yeah. Back to the Future? He scammed, you know, the horse races and got rich and all that shit. That's yep. the way I always pictured Trump. Okay. Now Biden, on the other hand, he always seemed like a down home kind of like, okay, I'm from Pennsylvania, coal miners, you know, what all the all the shit that they do in Pennsylvania. You know, whatever that is. And he seemed like a nice guy. And now I don't even know who, who this man is. You know, I, I just, I don't know. I have, I, I know nothing. And I've gotten to a point in my life where I know nothing about anything. Do you think that he, the reason he stumbles a lot over his words is because he's reading from a teleprompter? Uh, Mike, I, there are so many questions that I have in my tiny little brain that I can't answer. I, like I said, I'm not, I don't vote. And I don't really care about the election, but I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it for two reasons. Because that commercial was awesome. Biden, <laughs> so I'm like, I'm thinking that they're going to come out with like swords and shit. 
and and they're gonna joust or, or something. Wouldn't you that know be what great I mean? if they both yeah. like dressed up in like old night wear, got on horses, yeah. and just went at each other? Just joust. Like yeah. you want to get elected, you got to joust. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's 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 what we're gonna do. That's From now on. I'll vote. Yeah. I will vote for two nominees if they joust for the joust. Yeah. I I think that would be Trump I think that would be Biden, a, September 29th. Now, 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 now. Get your tickets now. It was so stupid. <laughs> and I'm shaking my and my girlfriend, I see her seething like, "Yeah, I'm going to watch that." Yeah, she, and she's she, like, <laughs> yeah, she she was like, sold a bill of goods. I don't know. Like uh, that the best video, like I said, is that guy just explaining everything stupid, and that's honestly my new philosophy. When I walk into Dunkin' Donuts or I go somewhere to buy, I just look and I'm like, that's just stupid. Stupid. Every, well, this, everything I mean, is stupid. Everything is stupid and gross. I mean, we, we did a stupid video on this. I mean, tell tell them about the video that we just yeah, did. We, just, we did a video with Brian and I came up with the fantastic idea to let the fish decide who gets voted in for president. And the great thing about it is we went fishing. We went fishing. My aunt, I had my aunt paint Trumplers, five Trumplers, and five Bidenlers. The Trumplers had all Trump Trump things and Trump gear and Trump colors, and the Biden had Biden stuff and Biden gear and Biden colors. And we had one specialer. It was the Kanye West birthday party lure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you something. The fish have decided. Well, I think it's good because we took the human element out of the election altogether. Uh, you know, so you're going to have to we, into the video to see who's going to get elected. Yeah, I mean, if people want to watch the video, it'll be up on the YouTube channel. But, you know, that's that's who's going to win, according to us, according to the fish. That's how it's going to be. I think it's going to be that way. Okay. Vicky Valancourt. That's how it's going to be. Anyway. Because that's how much you and I care about this. We leave the election up to the fish. The election is up to the fish, and they decided so. And we're going to get a lot of hate that fishing is evil and blah, blah, blah. I don't really care. Shut up. We, But hate is is subjective. So go on and dislike our video if you hate that we went fishing so it can garner more views. Thank you. See, I think there just needs to be more humor in the world. Uh, and that's why we're keeping this show humorous. And well, some might, some people might be offended. You know, we're we are going into the whole anxiety, depression, and trying to help people. But offenses is not something I'm willing to help people with. I tend to agree with you. I do not want to help people who are offended by things. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have mental health issues. I have anxiety. I have depression. But I don't get offended right. because if I get offended. It's because I choose to get offended. Now, there's people out there that wake up and want to be offended. Mm -hmm. They search for a way to be offended. Or find things to be offended by. Yeah, exactly. So, So, you know, there could have been someone on shore that saw your shirt and was offended, Mike. Well, we had a bunch of thumbs up, if you haven't realized it. So where we were... Oh, were that's a true. A lot of, there, a lot of Trump supporters. Hats. Yeah, because I was wearing a, a freaking Trump hat, unfortunately. But Oh, by the way, I wore that Trump hat. We have a nice little shop down the road from us. Oh, it, yeah, you're telling me about vegan, that. Yeah, all vegan shop. I get my moon teas from there and stuff like that. But I know they're all um, you know liberals and, and Democrats hmm. and that whole organization. So I walked in there 
with my Trump hat just to see if I could get a rise out of them. You just and none you, of them. But let me. Here's the thing, though, is they were all so like super polite yeah. when I went in with my Trump hat, almost like they were in that facade. Like, yeah, have a nice day. Yeah, go fuck yourself, asshole. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was like that. It was very funny to me. Well, they probably felt bad for you. You think so? Well, that's the, what the other side is. They're a bit arrogant on the other side. The re- the Republicans? No, the Democrats. The Democrats think they're better than Republicans. They are. Obviously. They, they got Joe up. Biden. Yeah. Not, none of them. They don't even know that freaking Abraham Lincoln was a Republican. They all work for the same people. These people that are voting, a lot of these people that are voting, they don't know what they're voting for. Mm-hmm. If you ask a lot of them, why are you voting for Biden or why are you voting for Trump? Not too many of them are going to give you a straight answer. It's because they somehow attached and associated with a group that hates Trump or the other group attached and loves Trump because he brands himself. He's very, very, he's really, really, really good at marketing. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think that's why he has such a big following. I mean, he's going to freaking store for Christ's sake. Well, yeah, I would agree with that because, the, again, like we talked about, the propaganda machine is in full swing. And mm-hmm. people, you know, people's attention span is less than two seconds or three seconds. So they hear a little sound bite and say, oh, I'm going to go with that. But then yeah. they don't follow that sound bite up. Oh, he said that. Oh, uh, you know. Yeah, they don't come to their own. Right. They don't. They, they don't take the time to research it, and you just have a bunch of bumbling idiots. It's like people ask me, like, how do you live life? You know, like I had someone ask me the other day, well, you know, how do you live life with with depression? And I'm just like, look, I've died two times in my life, and I'm still here, and I'm doing stuff. The way I look at this, we're a bunch of bumbling idiots wandering around for most of our lives until we die. That's it. We bumble at everything. You know what I mean? And this is just one of those bumbles. You have importantly important people bumbling around doing important things. We're all bumbling around, you know, going to the wherever the fuck we're bumbling to. And we just bumble. We're a bunch of bumbling idiots. A bunch of meandering. Meandering, bumbling, bumbling idiots. Idiots. That yeah, think that we know things. Us included. Yeah, I mean, we're equally bumbling idiots. So that We're just on this podcast bumbling. Exactly. And, and, there, and there's the probably idiot. someone that could relate to that and be like, yeah, no, you guys are bumbling idiots. I'm another bumbling. Maybe we should start a bumbling idiot club. Why not? Fuck. There's got to be a lot of bumbling idiots out there. I just can't deal with it anymore. You know what? I decided I'm not watching the election. Screw it. I don't care. I don't want to watch it. And that's good. You're making a choice. Is it an informed choice? No one knows. It's kind of like a bumbling choice. You know what I'm going to do? Tell me. Here's what I'm going to do. My girlfriend, obviously, she's going to be in the living room when the election's on. She's going to get her popcorn ready, her chips and dip. She's probably going to invite people over like it's a Super Bowl party. And I just ordered Bob Ross painting kit. Oh, sweet. Painting kit. Because that's all I've been watching. Right. I have a brand new smart TV, and there is a channel on the Samsung smart TV called the Bob Ross channel. Mm-hmm. And it's literally just 24 hours of Bob Ross painting. Yeah, that's that's amazing. I would do that. I think I you're gonna le- you're gonna learn more from that than you will this bumbling election. Yeah. So what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna sit behind the couch while they're all eating their popcorn watching the debate, and I'm just gonna paint. I'm gonna paint a nice little landscape. Happy trees. What a happy little tree. And we're going to give that tree a friend. Yes. 
Yeah. <laughs> See, and it that that's happy. Yeah. So the I'm election just be happy. not happy. Stupid bumbling. Bob Ross painting. Happy. Fucking amazing. Good for your mental health. There you go. That's our podcast. Have a great day, everybody. So we're done? No, we weren't done. I I just kind of was bum- oh, okay. bumbling again. Yeah, election Trump. 2020. September 29. <laughs> right. I mean, what's better yeah. than that? I'm going to tell you what's better than that, Brian. Christmas music. And it's going to start the beginning of next month. I'm um, no, it's it's already started for me. Has it really? Yep. Really? Huh. I started listening. I'm going to tell you right now. I started listening to Christmas music. Yeah. In July. I'm going to tell you, I'm a lot happier. And I feel this white aura permeating out my butt. Permeating out of your butt? Is that what you said? Yeah, out my perennial hole. So you have white light, white yeah. Christmas light blowing mm-hmm. out of your asshole. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Do you hear what I hear? Yeah, see? A song, a song. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite one. But anyway, we'll sing that on the Christmas episode of season. We already have a video of that out. No, we don't. Oh, it's gone? Yeah, it's gone. All right, we got to do it again. We will. Okay, so I think we're done because we've talked about Deltoff Pass. We've talked about uh, Booger Eaters. We've talked about. No, did you talk about the earworms? Oh, dude. I got to ask you this question. I need a favor. Okay. I, I need a favor. I have had a freaking song stuck in my head for three friggin' weeks. Okay. I'm not even kidding. Three weeks. This damn song is stuck. I sing it over and over and over and over again. There's not a moment where I'm not singing this song in my head. Uh-huh. How do you stop that? You listen to another song. I've been listening, so I've been listening to Christmas music. Even while the Christmas music is playing, I'm singing this song. What's the Even song? while I'm singing, I know I can't tell you the song. Why? Because I don't. No, I gotta know the song now. You no, 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 no. I can't, you can't tell sit you. here and build up no. the excitement. I promised. I promised myself and my ego that I would not tell people about the song that's stuck in my head. No, I need to know the song that's stuck in your fucking head. I, I'll give you a hint. It's Huey Lewis. That doesn't give me a hint. That's it. That's the only I don't hint. know much about Huey Lewis. It is Stuck With You by Huey Lewis. How's it go? I can't do it. No, no, you got to do it. No, I can't do it, Brian. I can't. I'm going to try to get this out of my head. That's okay. And this is therapy, right? If I sing it, it's going to keep happening. Think of me as your therapist. You need to get it out. If you were my therapist, you would understand that it's taking everything in me right now, in my power, to not sing this song. And you're going to make me sing this. I'm so happy to be stuck with you. Yes, it's true. Oh my God, that's a horrible. <laughs> um, so you know, it's because I was in job lot, and I was in job lot for a long time, and that song kept repeating. The over, the, the over, department over, stores over, have over, the worst songs playing. Oh my God, it's bad. It's Huey Lewis. Yeah, I I don't know. That's worse. That's worse than Len and Steal My Sunshine. Yes, because that's a bad one too. You hear but that? It, it's like boom, right in your head. <sighs> It's at the point where I'm I'm literally losing sleep over it because I'm laying down at night just trying to go to sleep and then I'm like happy to be stuck with you and I'm like I don't like the song. Yeah, it just got stuck. 
Yeah, I don't like it. It's so fucking stupid. I don't know. I would talk to the little Mikey in your brain and say, shut down. So you have nothing brain. to help me with? I got nothing to help you with that. I short of, short of overwhelming yourself with other songs until one sticks. I've been trying. I'm trying to think of some other ones that are catchy that get in your head. No, it's like, don't. Shit. I don't want another one. I don't want another one. Because <laughs> let me tell you something. If something happens overnight and I like go deaf. Yeah. Then that song's gonna be stuck in my head forever. This is true. Yeah, these, so, are, these are things we need to worry about, obviously. Well, that's the way my anxiety brain is. You know what I was thinking the other day? Oh, um, real quick. The so one, I mean, let me give you a little insight on how crazy my brain is and how pessimistic I am. Mm-hmm. I leave a water in my bus when I leave because I'm a bus driver. The, the, for those of you who don't know, right? And I went back into my bus the next morning. I leave the water in there because I like how it gets ice cold. So when I go into my bus in the morning, I have a nice ice cold water. I would not drink this water because I thought one of the kids who hated me put um, cyanide in it. Are you serious? Yeah, I, I could. I know that's it's completely improbable and, quite frankly, almost impossible. Yeah, uh, just, but, just I but I couldn't rule it out, and that's my problem. Is if if I can't rule something out, then I have to prepare for it. So I threw the fresh cold water away we just need to come up with a metric for you and when these things start happening in your brain refer to a scale so you know see, you say scale you say scale right and then i think about scale overweight i'm overweight so no what i'm saying is you refer- no, i get what you're saying but you said scale so I, everything you say from after that word scale does not register with me because now i'm thinking about my weight and what i ate today and what i should be eating and how much weight i should lose do you get it i got it so go ahead say something else i got nothing else to say nothing else you got nothing else to say you must be having a stroke yeah yeah i am i think i think this podcast made me stroke out now yeah Actually, what I did find doing the research for my family mm-hmm. and doing the ancestry stuff, our family is prone to CHF and strokes and high hypertension and blood pressure. And that mm-hmm. seems to be what runs in our family, which was a really good thing to learn. Why? Because it was. Well, it's good, so, it's good, it's good to about know you're your demise is probably going to be a stroke or a heart attack. Well, it's going to be it's it's good to know this information. So when you go to your doctor and you have an issue going on, you can say, "Well, in my family, you know, over the past hundred years, there is a prevalence for blah 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 blah." Most people wouldn't do that. I would. I do it, and I don't have a history in my family of well, cardiovascular. Just because if I don't say it, then they're not going to look into it. But if I immediately go in and say my father's had a heart attack, even though he hasn't, they're like, oh, he's probably going to have a heart attack. Let's check him. Yeah, but the way I like there's cancer that runs in our family and, and strokes. And like I said, I look at what happened with my father with his cancer and his stroke. And it's yeah. like, I- am I probably predestined to, to get one of these? Probably, you know, but looking at it was interesting to see my family history where there was a lot of you know, heart disease and, and hypertension and, and a lot of, it just fascinated me. And obviously it's boring to everybody else, but it's interesting to me. No, it's That's not boring. About. It's something that like you right now, right now, after I just registered all that, my right eye is slowly closing. So the side of my face is now drooping yeah. and I have 
crooked smile and I'm stroking out right now just because you said that, but that's, that's the way my brain operates, you know? But anyway, thanks for listening to the sticks and stones. We'll break you podcast. If I don't croak um, over this next week and make it through all these things that Brian has now seated me with on my possible demise, then uh, we'll see you for season two, episode two and uh, have a good day. <laughs> I'm really fighting to get through this right oh now. Oh my God, Mike. You're insane. You're absolutely no. fucking insane. You're you're oh, yeah. you're so, you are spectacularly crapping out right now. This is epic. Yeah. Like, you are just nose diving into yeah. the ground. Yeah. Like, just wow. Yeah. Tandem diving right off the bridge. Yeah, right like now. I'm sitting here watching you and your eyes are like twitching and you're just like uh, uh kind of like the bumbling idiots, like uh, you know. This is great. I would love to see this. Yeah, I wish you could record this because oh, you got God, my throat. You got throat. Your throat's closing up. You're stroking. Oh, you're yeah. freaking. Your head's blowing the funny, up. The funny thing is, is, this isn't an act right now. Like I'm legitimately going through a panic attack. Right. right? I and it's and I'm laughing about it. Yeah, so. but you know what? The, it, you go through these panic attacks, which are very, very serious, and that goes back to our mental health stuff that we talk about. Where you have to fight through this, so it's not it's not easy. Yeah, I'm doing the stroke test where you have to smile. You're fine. And see if, if you, you're fine. <laughs> Face is drooping. Your, and your stuff. color yeah. looks good, Mike. You're not gray uh, and green. Yeah, that's because I have a red shirt on, so my color's not. It's. <sighs> Do you know how light works? I actually learned this the other day. No, but I know how fast light travels. How fast is that? I I actually don't. Why would you? I learned. I learned. Because I, I, I learned every other American. Because the thing that I listened to told me, and I just immediately forgot. Interesting. Makes me wonder. Higher. Makes me wonder about everything else you said on this podcast. Hmm. Hmm. I think one eye, one of your eyebrows is actually drooping. Yeah, it is. I That's know a, it is. Yeah, I can see it. It's your right eyebrow. It's it's yeah. lower than the left eyebrow. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the problem. Obviously, now the eyes closing. Now you're seeing if they're equal. Yep, yep. Mash your face so it's even again. <laughs> there, it's even. Okay, we're good. We're good to go. I just fixed it. <laughs> if the audience could see that, they would actually. That was that was incredible. All right. Anyway, thanks for listening to the Sticks and Stones. We'll break your podcast. Find us on Facebook.com slash SASPod1, Twitter.com slash SASPod1, and Instagram.com slash SASPod1. That's S-A-S-P-O-D-1 for Sticks and Stones, Will Break You Podcast. I'm your host, Big Mikey Lunchbox, and joining me today was the Intelligent Amplitude. Such a dumb name. It is a dumb name. But anyway, make sure you check out all of our stuff, we put a lot of content and we put a lot of time into our social media pages. Specifically, if you're dealing with anxiety, depression, or some other mental illness issue, and you need somebody to reach out to or a group to talk to, we have an amazing group on the Sticks and Stones Will Break You Facebook page called the Sticks and Stones Will Break You Anxiety Help Now. So if you're looking for some quick relief and to, to connect with somebody who might be dealing with something similar, check that page out. 
And don't forget to like and subscribe. It only takes a second. Oh, that no, not again. Are you, come <laughs> oh, on, no. dude. No, no, I have to no, do it. No, we that, left that in season hit, one. No, no, no. You have to hit. You have to hit that like and subscribe button. And that like and subscribe button only takes three seconds. But those three seconds can enrich Brian and my hearts forever. Oh, just go back to the wheelbarrow of sorrow.